Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and this episode is all about Vanderpump Rules, baby. We'll be breaking down the season 10 trailer, recapping a bit of what happened last season, and discussing what our predictions are for the rest of season 10. Today's guest is Vinny Urbazo. He's a Dallas-based photographer, having shot with John Legend, Carrie Underwood. He's been featured in Harper's Bazaar, Dallas Voice, D Magazine, and he's also worked with Coach Monica from Cheer on her book, Full Out. He's also the host of the Vindicated Show podcast and runs his own photography business in Dallas called Vince David Photos. So if you're in Dallas and want some professional pics, hit up our boy Vinny. Hit me Welcome up. to the hit show. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Long time oh fan. Wow. Okay. It's officially, That's we're officially back sweet. on. We're I know. Back on. This is the first episode back of Bravo Happy Hour. And I was planning on doing a January 23 news episode, but I ended up just like not feeling good about the structure of it because I want to keep it about an hour and it's a month of news I just really didn't organize it so I was I would say about like three stories into my outline and I was like an hour and 10 minutes in (laughs) and then I was like okay like this is really this is not good I was like I think I'm going to start next month and have a little bit more of a clear way of doing things and organizing things because even like Jen Shaw's arrest last month like that is its own episode. It's that's hard just to be yeah. Like, you can go into like a whole thing with that with the arrests. Yeah. There's just so much so, to talk about, and you've been gone for a, we were talking about it before the podcast for almost what a year and eight months. So just in one month, how much Bravo news can come out? So it's just probably just spilling out of you now, and you're just ready. You're ready to go, baby. You're ready she's to go. ready. Okay. Ready. First and foremost, um, she ready. Uh, she's ready. Have you been following any of the cheer drama lately about the girl Gabby doing blackface and then I guess like Ladarius from cheer, I guess like wasn't standing up for her. And then he posted a video on TikTok of them hooking up Gabby and Ladarius, which. Okay. Okay. I I did not. Okay. I did not hear about this. I I saw something. Someone had posted, I think Bravo historian posted on IG the other day. Uh, All I saw was uh, something with Gabby Butler and, 
Ladarius Marshall, they were in bed together making out. And and she was like, oh, so wait, hold on. Did they have sex? At, does Coach Monica know? And I, I didn't know, like, the background story. <laughs> I didn't know the background. So what happened with that? So I don't know all of the specifics of the situation. Generally, when blackface is involved, I kind of tiptoe around. Still the other like, way. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> we don't need that, Gabby. And so I guess, like, right. there was a hazing thing at her 15th year of college. I feel like these people should have fucking medical degrees at this point. Like, every year, they're like, yeah, we're back at Navarro. Right. Like, for what? Another <laughs> communications degree? But I guess there was some kind of hazing ritual where girls on the team, you know, did blackface. They didn't realize what they were doing, obviously. I just, like, couldn't imagine ever doing that and then not thinking, like, this feels This might not like, be even a good if... idea. <laughs> yeah, we know critical race theory is, you know, very difficult for some people to understand or just, like, the history of, you know, black people in our country is, is maddeningly difficult right. for people to understand. But I guess... She had this picture of her that people posted. Then, rather than, like, I, I think, you know, addressing it and being like, I'm so sorry, she posted pictures of those girls doing it. She's like, oh, you think I could look do blackface? <laughs> yeah, look at their blackface. Look face. over there. There's so, is better. Pretty disgusting. And so I guess then Ladarius, again, this, like, my news sources right now is, like, my group chat of friends who, like, are right. obsessed with fear bullshit. So, again, don't quote me. But I guess Ladarius then was like, fuck her. I used to, like, stand for her. We also used to hook up. And then he posts this video where she's, like, laying on his chest. And they're, like, sensually making out. Like, I was into it. Right. And then it gets layers of, like, oh, God. Like, well, the layers come in. See, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, okay. I can I can go for this relationship here. Because uh, that, was, that was left out of the TV series, obviously. And I don't think I'll find that in Miss Monica's book. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was uh, so, but I didn't know all this was on the back end. So that's kind of, so it's basically Ladarius being petty over the huge mistake that Gabby did, obviously, and they just didn't they didn't go about like talking about it correctly as young people usually do not. Just let's show receipts. We're all shitty people. Why not? Right? It's like that's so that's so stupid to think about it now. But oh Jesus! But yeah, I actually took photos of Gabby. Um, when she was in Dallas, like right in the middle of their, I guess right after their first season came out. Oh, I mean, wow. they're they're yeah, they were all pretty cool. That's how I ended up meeting uh, Monica that same day. Uh, they were having an event. She let me come take photos of them. So the photo that I took of Monica uh, when I met her, uh, she ended up using that. She asked me if she could use it for uh, her book. So I'm in her book yeah and it's i got my name on it it was my first published uh book published being published and so that was fun yeah so i always have good memories of that i know huge very cool well great job on that and again book Vinny, if you are in dallas and you have photos with your guy yes all right vanderpump rules season 10 i was hoping that 10 years like the 10 year anniversary of something would be gold so i could have made like a good as gold joke um but it's tin it's tin I got, I got nothing for tin um but this is season 10 which is pretty amazing for a reality show in general and to have some people on the current cast who are from season one is even more impressive you know our girl sheena i guess mm-hmm. and then tom and katie and 
Ariana was on the first season. Oh yeah, Ariana. But she wasn't was. featured. She, was like, she wasn't featured as much. So season ten, baby, we're back. First episode will be out on Wednesday, February eighth, nine p.m. on Bravo or Peacock. I'm loving Peacock right now. There's I mean, just the trailer oh. was got us reignited as a as a Bravo Nation family. And we just in those that. two minutes, because everyone was talking well, shit on Vanderpump whether or not it was gonna gonna be having a, a ten season or not because the last eight or nine or eighth and ninth season, I mean, they weren't up to par like they were previously. Yeah, I mean, I think with COVID and then the mass firings, I think the show lost its identity. It lost a little bit of, you know, the spark of why we liked it. And as they were kind of growing up and getting more money and their lives were kind of changing and some people were getting married and having children, like that's growing pains for these people in addition to the show where it was once focused on like messy ass waiters and waitresses trying to be actors and models. And now it's like, oh, I'm watching Tom Schwartz, who's like a bloviating drunk, you know, buy a $2 million home. Like, like, like this what? ain't it. Like, this is yeah. not really what we want to see. And again, like, I'm not someone who's like, I just want them to still be in their shitty apartments and having a shitty life. Like, no. Like, well, we still want to see them be a drunk. We still want to see them be alcoholics. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you're starting to get nestled up and cozy when you buy a $2 million house that maybe you can't afford. We don't really know. I mean, I mean we want to, we still want to see you out and Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure several times. But um, I'm just so pumped just from that trailer. And uh, I actually think it served more than, uh, than a lot of trailers have just recently that we've seen from a lot of Bravo shows. The storylines, I think, mainly will be about Tom and Katie breaking up, and then now everybody is single. So it's kind of going back to their old ways, and Tom and Katie breaking up is not really surprising. So we're obviously going to see the divorce play out, and the first scene of the trailer is Tom Schwartz, you know, saying... There is a a divorce success story. Which is never a good sign when you're saying that. No. Not off the bat, though. Not off the bat in the beginning of the trailer. The first thing you see, I, th- I think we're going to be a, a divorce success story. And they just cheers with alcohol. When you put alcohol right there in between, uh, I guess we'll have to fig- figure that out. Yeah, I feel like they have never been to a dinner that didn't really center well, the conversation around, like, breaking up or, like, deeply apologizing. Like, I, I feel like there's no fun in their relationship and there hasn't really been even then what should be a blissful point of their life like getting mm. married and having their friends and family around like Schwartz is just like always crying like I-, I don't know I don't know many men who like are sobbing on their bachelor trips like when they're supposed to be just like hanging with their buds and like having fun and he's literally crying in drag on a toilet probably like <laughs> coked out he's a ba- he's a battered man he's a battered <laughs> wife and he kicks the door that perfect like thin <laughs> shot of just him sitting on the toilet with the thin I eyebrows even imagine oh god the thin eyebrows which have made a comeback and, by the way oh i know i i really hope amelia was it amelia bell or yeah i always get lisa Rinna's daughter's names wrong but the one who looks like marilyn manson right now Yes, and Julia Fox. They're trying to bring so I think Tom Schwartz was kind of like, you know, channeling his inner future Julia Fox. 
But at the same time, <laughs> he did not obviously obviously did not want to marry Katie Maloney. You know, and that's then that was a very, you know, telling of their future story. So I think um they, like you said, this beginning of this season is gonna probably start off like nice and fun between the two of them. Obviously, getting divorced is not fun, but just from the trailer, it looks like it's gonna be juicy on their downfall, which I'm here to see. I do feel like Tequila Katie will be back. Like I'm I'm having rage texts vibes. Like I really feel like it's not gonna be good. And one of the plot points that they show within the trailer which now i'm like calling them plot points because they're not really like i feel like things happening in their real life it's just like a suggestion by a producer and they're like all right i guess raquel will kiss tom and so we see tom schwartz and raquel smooching i think on like two or three different occasions and obviously you know that's breaking a girl code it's breaking a boy code i feel like she's going to rip poor little Raquel a new one and it's going to be the Bambi-eyed bitch fight <laughs> 2.0 yeah which I'm here to see because obviously come on it's girl code Bambi-eyed bitch why are you why are you he's freshly divorced you know what I mean and we don't know what it what you know all the details are yet but you know if that was me I'd be pretty pissed dude give it like a year or two at least it, it seems a little convenient forced in a way and yeah convenient and I, I just i can't believe raquel is is thinking that this is a good route we do see raquel smooching with garcelle bouvet's son oliver oh, who's, a hottie, who's like now working at one of the restaurants i think he's at tom tom um but he's messy like i do know with yeah. his ex-wife and the kids he cheated on his ex-wife Wow. And what Why is Raquel, is Raquel doing? What is she doing? Like, there like are he's other married. men. So, so she's married. messing with some dude that just got divorced. And now, on top of that, cherry on the cake, uh, let me kiss a dude who's actually married. And how do you not know that when he's got an Instagram and, like, obviously has kids? Not a good yeah, route. I, not a good look for Raquel, Raquel at all this season. And she's also just like freshly out of an engagement like she had an engagement party that was bigger than most weddings and she's like you know what that relationship meant absolutely nothing now i'm also going to torch my friendships and my relationship with my ex because god knows james is not going to be thrilled with this yes he's moved on and yes the one like phrase they put of james talking about his new girlfriend Allie in this is like i'm gonna knock her up it's like i'm gonna put the babies in that woman one day it's like, oh like, Jesus! You, like, you, you can't just say like, "I've met my match." No, no, he's going yeah. to, you know, impregnate. Well, James her. is gonna fuck it up. He's gonna fuck it up at some point. You know he is, especially now that he's drinking. Uh, a woman can only tolerate so much of a man's drinking, especially, especially when they have a history of like talking shit to people out of care. Yeah, just straight on rage, talking shit to the partner i mean it's not it's not gonna end well for james or her i don't think especially with uh apparently lala and uh james had hooked up at this point sometime during the season yeah so that's teased a little bit lala says well james and i have hooked up and you have to wonder is it hooked up this year while they've both been 
out of relationships or when they were younger years ago and it was on the show. But I agree with you. I think things are not really going to end well for James. He's seen some. He's seen some shit. Yeah, he's definitely damaged. But uh, James brings great character to the show because he's a he's a very um, he he can like spin him around and he's got all these different facets to him. Like he's he is endearing. He can go on a rager. He can he's sober. He's he's drunk. He he loves really hard. He'll lie straight to your face and then he'll be super honest to your face. So I think that's what makes for a great like a uh, Greek tragedy. Yeah, it's, but it's a great uh, character to have on a reality TV show. And, you know, just with this sober sobriety journey, I think that was pretty awesome for him to go as long as he did. And then to find out in the trailer, he's no longer sober. And the best moments from James from since he's been on the show, it's all when he's been <laughs> wasted, which I'm excited to see. Yeah. I, know. I mean, well, even the like Chris and Doty of thing. it all, you know, Chris, that whole relationship. When he, they were both intoxicated, which was just great reality television. Yeah, those were two people who should not have been dating. And again, we've seen James in some questionable situations, but I, I think he respected Raquel a little bit more than Kristen. But those texts oh, for sure, showing yeah. last season where he's like, you're a fucking slut, you're this, like, in no way would I ever receive that from my partner like unless whatever you we were doing something slutty and you cheated or whatever like right i, I don't know like maybe if you deserved it because of Which your own probably actions. wasn't the case but, i mean yeah it definitely was not the case i feel like she just like stayed out and got really drunk and james i also don't think i like, could really handle that raquel is going out with the girls and having yeah a bunch of drinks and taking shots where he can't do that and i don't think when one partner is sober that the other person needs to be sober. Obviously, every relationship is different, and everybody has a different relationship with uh, alcohol and whatnot. But a guy like him, I can't really imagine him ever being able to really like move forward with his life unless he like completely changes his life and like removes. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, not gonna happen. That's all he does. That's all he's now. That's right? all he knows. Exactly, and. And it's just sad to watch him inevitably ruin another relationship. And this uh, new poor girl even says to him on the show, like, I prefer you when you're not drinking. Like, honey, no did shit. you watch the show? <laughs> you know, she, you know, she streamed all that shit leading up to the damn relationship. And you still want to go out here and be with this dude? Well, maybe it's because he was sober at the time, but maybe he ain't sober now. So watch out. It's like well, during the headlights the- there. When I was watching the season nine reunion the other day to prep for this episode, one of the things that was upsetting was when James was talking about his relationship with Raquel ending. And he said, he's like, I got sober for her. I cleaned up my act for her. I worked on my rage for her. I did all this for her. her. And I was, yeah. And I still like, wasn't happy with her. Like we still didn't have it. And like, if I could be all these things and be healthy when I'm with her and I still like, don't love her, then like, is it worth being sober? Is it worth being with her? We'll definitely be seeing some like one-on-one scenes with him and Lisa where he's like, Lisa, please, you're the only please. one who has stuck by me. Give me another chance, Lisa. Please don't do this. Which I love. I love to see a good James grovel. Because it's, it's, it's real. It's really him at his core. Like, please. Because he looks up to Lisa. 
I think he really does. It's definitely like a mommy son thing. I think like the British the most toxic way though. Oh, totally. Well, she (laughs) you know dangles his career and his life in front of him. She's like, oh, James, you know, like (laughs) come work at my bar and you know do these. See you next Tuesday night. And then she takes it away and then she gives it back to him. Lisa, please, can I do it? Like. That's his livelihood, and even like. See you next like, Tuesday is mine, Lisa. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, but James, you've been a very bad boy. I mean, <laughs> nothing is better when like he got see you next Tuesday taken away from him because of whatever drunken antics he pulled at one of her establishments, and she was like, and instead, Katie Maloney is gonna host a pajama party. <laughs> a fucking pajama like, party. Like I'm sorry, like. That's so petty. Is probably so fun, and then for her to be like, you know what, Katie Maloney, we're gonna get some random DJ, and you're gonna <laughs> like put his on absolute your worst enemy, his nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> and James was like, "Are they gonna do it every week? Like they don't understand. Like this is actually hard work." And then you see Katie, who like is allergic to doing hard work. She was like, <laughs> she was literally, like literally, she it's like breaks out in hives whenever she has to lift her hand. <laughs> That, for something that includes work. Yeah. She was like, wait, I'm going to have to do this every week? It's like, bitch, you just walked into a bar and had five drinks and said hi to some fans and then went home. <laughs> and Lisa literally I- gave it to you. You didn't have to do anything but show up. Yeah, like, oh my god. Oh Katie's god. the worst, I'm sorry. I-, I I tried over 10 years to really like Katie, but she just has over this like... Years. It's been a decade of going back and forth. 10 years. Probably more than that. <laughs> probably. But literally, she has this victim complex. And I understand she's got, she's had so many things happen to her that you should take into account. Like, she is a victim in many ways in terms of Tom's yeah. cheating and how people treat her uh, in regards to uh, her, you know, body positivity and stuff. But she kind of falls into that sometimes and kind of does it to herself. And I don't really, last season, I didn't really, I understood she was trying to get involved with uh, Tom, Tom Tom's business, uh, Schwartz and Shandy's, how do you say it? Yeah, Schwartz and Shandy's. <laughs> yeah, that was such a horror, uh, I was like, Katie, why are you getting involved? Like, let them figure that out. Ariana's not doing it. Ariana's not getting yeah. involved. But well, she wants I to be in the mix. I mean, what happened to Katie's uh, lip? What was it lipstick business that she had a couple years ago? Is that still a thing? Oh, I, I, mean, what, I don't even know if it was a do? lipstick. I, I feel like it was a makeup blog with about a couple posts potentially about lipstick. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, it was I mean, just a blog. And they are lost, like you said. Like They are a little lost, but um, I mean, they could take so much advantage just from having the show for so long. I'm surprised that they don't have like something like a like the Schwartz and Sandys yet. And I, and I know they were talking last season about that sandwich shop. I don't know what came of that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the sandwich shop. I think I saw on the Bravo app that, on the Bravo website, that in September they did like a sandwich tasting for something about her, which was a topic of conversation that came up in season nine. It was not touched in the trailer at all. So I think that's something we'll probably be dealing with towards the end of the season because... I feel like it's probably very much a work in progress. So the producers are like, oh, let's not make this like a through line in the in the story because we don't know if this place is ever actually going to open. 
and we already have one business that we're, you know, showing that is going to quote unquote fail immediately. Like the way they're showing Schwartz and Sandy's is so like sad. And yeah, we're, we're under budget. Problems. We're definitely and under budget. Yeah, you two are not under budget. I, I can tell from a mile away that Schwartz and Sandy's. Cost <laughs> Lisa was like, "Really? You're under budget?" On that yeah, reunion last season. Like, Lisa has definitely called their bullshit on this whole restaurant endeavor. And like they were saying last season, you know, this is their first bar restaurant that these two are owning. They've never owned a restaurant. Yes, you can work at a restaurant, but there's probably different skill sets that you have to understand. And also having just like a general mind for business is like maybe needed a little bit, especially when you're Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval and, you know, they haven't really shown a track record of being reliable employees. I think, you know, it was maybe last season or two seasons ago when they were in Vegas with Lisa and Ken for something. The two of them, like, showed up to their meeting, like, so wasted. Wasted. They're both, like, taking shots of, like, vodka in those little nips bottles. <laughs> like, before the <laughs> meeting, they were like, this is the only way we're going to get through it. It's like, who wants, like, a walking, like, sweat stain to come into a business meeting and, like, right. represent your brand like I, I just feel like they really like didn't know what they were doing but we're gonna obviously see the the restaurant open up and it actually seems really nice i was on yelp and uh-huh. it looked really beautiful like they did a nice job it's definitely got some funky decor but i wouldn't expect anything else from mr sandoval and there's yeah you would not ever know that schwartz had anything to do with any part of this restaurant it really is another example of tom schwartz work doing- ethic yeah, failing upwards. It's yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely more of, you can tell the Schwartz and Sandy's um, restaurant or bar or whatever, it's more of a, a Tom Sandoval love affair kind of thing. Like, you can tell Tom Sandoval so into uh, that whole that whole business aspect and just design. And obviously, he's I think he's probably a better cocktail maker than Schwartz's, for sure, because he's been doing it for so I- long. I don't think Schwartz ever really was a bartender. He, they showed him bartending, I think, at like Villa Blanca one time, and he had a panic attack. He failed at that. Like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a failure, like, which goes back to what Katie, Katie said in the trailer. Okay. You're a loser. What did she say? She said you're a pathetic, drunk loser. Loser. And she's honestly not wrong. And Definitely not. So many you know, attractive white dudes go very far in life by doing the bare minimum. And he's a perfect example of that. And in the beginning, I always found him really charming and he was cute. But the the shtick has gotten old. No, for sure. Tom is I, like, what was the appeal with Tom from the beginning? I mean, what was it, season two where he poured that drink over Katie? Oh. Everyone should have been like, uh, how did you guys forget that? You were supposed to be having a good time with your girlfriend. And you're going to go and pour a drink on her beautiful hair on national TV. But no one said anything about that. People don't even bring that up anymore because he was abu- he's abusive he's abusive in terms he's done words. other fucked up things to her that they're like oh we focus on those things not those old fucked up things <laughs> <laughs> but people give him a pass because they think he's cute he's, he's charming but i mean this dude's in- hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news 
right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's what, almost mid-40s already? I would think probably like late 30s but what does he have of significance i mean tom tom sandoval really did push for that restaurant for the way it is now it's really tom sandoval let's be honest here well katie's not wrong katie's not wrong last season they discussed a little bit about how tom sandoval felt like he was putting money on katie and schwartz's dinner table by doing these brand deals and doing all these things Mm. and including Tom as like a duo and he's not wrong. Tom Sandy is always hustling. Again, he has his, he has, he's definitely hustling. Yeah. You know, really annoying and a little bit of like, like a martyr, like, look at me. I'm, I'm so perfect and helpful and a great friend, all of these perfect things. I have a perfect life, but I think he does do a lot of work and he gives Tom Schwartz opportunities that he definitely wouldn't be getting without him. And oh yeah, that's hard in a duo. And even James said in the reunion that he's like, you know, Schwartz, like you're in the sidecar. You're in the sidecar. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't forget. Don't it. forget. Which what can he say to that? Because it's true. You're in the damn sidecar, dude. You're the sidekick to Tom Sandoval, and you're basically riding on his coattails. And I don't wish for I don't wish that for him at all. I wish Tom would like show like show up and and hustle because you see Tom doing that. And it's very, you know, it's very obvious. I mean, the guy's even got a, a band that actually tours, and that takes a lot of effort in itself, you know? And it's pretty damn good. I've seen video of them playing, and they look like they're having an absolute blast. The tickets were expensive oh, yeah. when I looked, and I'm like, well, all right, next time you're in New York, maybe. Can I get a photo pass for free? Oh, yeah, look at you. Honestly, <laughs> you know. Sandy That's the only reason why I would do that. Response. <laughs> but. Yeah, I think Tom Schwartz will definitely go through more emotional turmoil this year. I think we'll see him trying to date, I guess. We obviously see him with Raquel, which we've mentioned. Uh, I I don't know where it's going for him. And also, you know, they, like, refinanced their house to get money for this bar. They got nothing. He's going through a divorce. He is going to be, like, on Celebrity Rehab I would say in about three years. He's in a midlife crisis before the midlife crisis. Tom Schwartz is like, like you said, failing upwards, but it's just disaster to see, to see that. Yeah, it's sad. I I will say his skin didn't look as ghostly as previous seasons. So maybe he does have a little bit of a spark back in his body. Well, he's not with Katie anymore. Honest. Well, that'll bring you down. That'll bring bring you down. down. And, you know, again, they both play their parts in their breakup and 
you know, everybody, there's things we don't know that we haven't seen that goes on between the two oh, of them. We're going to see season, I think. We're going to see what exactly was the cause of the divorce. Obviously, we kind of knew that that was going to happen at some point, but it happened quicker than we thought. But, I mean, who are you, Tom Schwartz, to just talk about Lala Ken, the way she looks? And I'm, and I'm intrigued to see, just based off that trailer, why it was so toxic between Lala and Tom. Like, what happened there, you know? Did they ever really well, like each other, though? I don't, well, there was definitely, like, I feel like sexual tension on, like, Lala's earlier seasons, where she's like, tits out for the boys, when they oh, were, like, on right. some vacation, and she was, like, topless in a lagoon somewhere, mm. and he was like, Katie, I like that Lala's boobs, and she was like, <laughs> like I'm gonna kill her! <laughs> Um, but I think I'm guessing I'm guessing that Lala is sticking up for Katie after the Raquel makeout situation and she's like how could you do that you're a pig and then he just goes for low-hanging fruit he's like you're a real housewife you're this it's like Tom you guys are all like on the same network as the real housewives like is that no one's above each other She, she would love to be a real housewife like that's probably the next step for her but last season or maybe the season prior, he was yelling oh me too the last season I-, I can't remember the seasons now like with the covid seasons I-, I can't remember i'm like was that an in-person event um but he told sheena like oh you're a bootleg kardashian you're this tom mm. like you're a reality star too just because you don't have like the notoriety or like a, a trait that would make people be like oh you're such a tom schwartz like doesn't mean you're not like a reality TV trope in itself. And I do think we're going to see a new side of him this year where they're not going to protect him as much as they've done in the past. Like, I think Katie, you know, acted horribly. So it's like, you know, when you see how fucking rude Katie can be, you feel bad for Schwartzy. But then now when it's like, <laughs> I mean, there were moments. Tom's like, true colors need to come out. They need to come out. They do. Because he's been protected, like you said. He's been protected for so long by the viewers, by Lisa. Lisa calls the shit out of Tom Schwartz. And Katie's always, and honestly, as much insufferable as Katie is sometimes, she always gets the brunt of everything. It's always Katie's fault, not Tom Schwartz's fault. So I think this season, I think we'll see that. I think we'll see that this season. I mean, I will always say my favorite Katie moment was like when they were going to Mexico, I think. And Tom got that a first class flight, and she's like, "Get up, give me that seat." And he's like, "No." no. <laughs> uh, that's how. That's no. when you. That's when you knew Get they up. were getting a divorce. In the future, Trust. and then like the two of them like on the balcony of their hotel room, just like screaming at each other, and like all the other people, like all the other friends, the Jacks and Sandoval are like listening, like, "Oh." oh. At this, the next this is vacation, bro. <laughs> this is vacation, bro. Quit bringing that bad energy around. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Like, and you know what? Good. Let's see some new fresh meat. So everyone is basically single. We have Raquel, James, Katie, mm. Lala. We've got a lot of singletons, which is good. Supposedly, one of the conversations that were you know included in the trailer was a conversation i believe with who was it oh sheena of course <laughs> um, sheena oh sheena was she's just skating on by this season <laughs> i know well we we got a lot to talk about with sheena but sheena is telling tom sandoval that katie said 
that Tom and Ariana have an open relationship, which I wouldn't. I don't hate. I don't hate open relationship. No, I don't hate I, an open I, relationship I, at all. And that, I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked either. I think it's good. You know, they have this new type of relationship. I feel like people on Bravo are so quick and dying to get married, especially on this show. Like Sheena's going on second wedding on this show. When you have your second wedding on Bravo, one, it means you've been on TV for too long. And two, it's like renewing your vows on Bravo. Like it's not going to work. And so when you have a second wedding on Bravo, it's 100% not going to work. Cynthia Bailey, I feel like is the only person who's had two weddings on Bravo. Both have, you know, unfortunately not worked for her, but Sheena, it's a wrap. It's a wrap on weddings. Like I don't even think they're going to give her a big wedding arc. I think they're going to be like the bachelorette trip. I think they teased two different cast trips, one to Mexico and one to Vegas. And I'm thinking the Mexico one will probably be some kind of like bachelor bachelorette trip. And Brock was doing a champagne shower, which that guy is like. Brock's the worst. I, I'm sorry. He's the worst. Like and He I, just I, I reeks can... of broke. <laughs> and like, he's, oh, he's, he's got an accent. Broke. Ooh, Okay. Well, how I can have quick an are women too. to just like drop panties for an accent? I don't know. Maybe when I was twenty-one, I was like, "Wait, like, where are you?" Oh my from? God, his accent. With he's an, got accent, an accent, or accent, without. But he's broke and doesn't pay child support. Red flags, bro. Red and flags. And he casually was talking. Hello? He was casually like, "Yeah, you know, I smacked up my wife. Yeah, well, what's it to you?" It's like, uh. What? <laughs> don't say it like that. But yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was watching like, the reunion. I, smacked up my I wife. slapped my wife, and now I have to pay like, child support. Like, like the audacity, the audacity of like this man being like, whatever. Like I, yeah, I don't pay child support. No, I don't have a job. Yes, I'm like now. Sheena's like, yes, I don't have a green card. Instagram. I'm or definitely Sheena, not getting like, with Sheena for a green card, though. Definitely not. No, 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 no. They're not like expediting all of their wedding and all of their, you know plans to to work around his green card situation which you know let's not forget what brock and sheena did last year at james and raquel's engagement party it would have been the only you know like wedding to kind of come from that party it, it might have been worth it if there was at least one wedding that weekend but that was so rude by the they, way that was so so rude and i understand sheena's point of saying well you know something good is happening for me too like I want to be able to have good things happening to me just because we're at their engagement party doesn't mean I can't be engaged. No one's saying that. The party's not about you. Like you could have told everybody you got engaged a week before the wedding or the engagement party. And that would have been it. That would have also kind of been a little rude, a little extra to then obviously be Sheena with like her ring pop fake ring being like, I'm engaged at an engagement party. But like what she did, the avenue yeah, the avenue she chose to take um, was just even worse with no respect for her friends and, you know, the special day that they planned. And, you know, as much as now marriage will never see the light of day, um, that party was gorgeous. And, oh, was and James party. and Raquel, I think Raquel is like a young little rich girl who like has good taste. Like, I feel like Raquel is like not a tacky moron like all the rest of them. I was listening to Sheena's podcast. She said this year is like the year of Raquel and that we're really going to see like all these new sides of her and this big booming personality that must have gone unnoticed. Uh, like, Where did it come from? 
idea where to come from. Maybe it, she's been like, you know, she's unleashed a new personality by ending things with James. But we see her going on a date with Peter Madrigal. Why do they drag Peter out here to go on these embarrassing ass dates with these women? He's been on a date with every woman on this show, and he's so weird. Like he just has no game. And it's like, yeah, he's like fifty three, and like I, I he's just want him to, you know, he's always with shirts that are so unbuttoned. Like there's like the top seven buttons all the way down, open. just chest, which I don't even know if he has chest hair. The whole thing for ten straight weird. years. <laughs> Ten straight years. Oh my god. Never forget. There's so many that. more options out there for Raquel, but I feel like for some reason she's playing this game where she's trying to stay within the whoever's getting on TV. Which is I guess is gonna show us this year um her intentions. Like why are you hooking up with uh why are you hooking up with Madrigal? Why are you hooking up with Garcelle Bouvet's son? And now Tom Schwartz. I mean, there's other dudes outside of reality television that you could possibly get with. You're a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. We shall see about Raquel. I don't know. We see we Katie see. on a date with some brunette guy, a long, curly-haired brunette. She was smooching with him. I don't know. That's hmm. a one... That's one... I'm all, for, I'm all for them dating, though, like, and getting out there and seeing what's going oh, on, same. because it also is going to bring new characters into the mix that uh, could... I was, could be good for them or it could be bad. But uh, if it's bad, it's great for the show. I mean, any kind of dating on this show is always a gold mine. And especially in this case now where, you know, the stakes are a little bit higher, where, you know, Lala's a single mom now. And at one point she's like, I'm looking for a stepdad for Ocean. I'm like, oh my God. And then she proceeds <laughs> to say that she's hooking up left and right and Supposedly, she couldn't sleep on her bed because it was so soaked. So soaking wet. Soaked. Which you said was TMI. Truly TMI. And I'll never forget this, and this is so crass and so gross. Because no, that wasn't happening with Randall. You know it wasn't happening uh, with Randall. Well, she would say, she was like, oh, in one sex conversation, I think she was having with Stassi, she said, I stick a water bottle up me and, like, put the water in there. And that's like a thing porn. It's a thing porn stars do to kind of fake an exaggerated, you know, orgasm, crazy yeah. orgasm. And when I heard her say that she did that, I'm like, you are doing like porn moves. You're bringing in props like a water bottle squeegee thing, like the squirt bottle to <laughs> catch a man like Randall. Girl, what are you doing? Like, do less. Like, I feel like it's less. You got her on the PJ. Some of these. It got her, cut her on a PJ. Oh, God. Randall, we obviously really only get, like, a little snippet about Randall, and it's talking, and it's Lala and Lisa Vanderpump chatting over, you know, a serious dinner. It's very somber music, talking about, you know, I think she I think she said, I want to know why people are accusing him of the things they're accusing him of doing, because he probably did them. Like, you don't know why people are accusing him? Maybe because he's, like, a cheater and a liar clearly owes people money, is a shady businessman, is a shady father, is a shitty ex-husband. The writing was on the wall from I'm sorry, Lala's smart. Lala's smart. She's not stupid, okay? She's claimed to be smart all these years, and I love Lala, but you don't come for other people and then not look at your own house because there's no way she did not know 
what was going on with Randall, all of his ins and outs. He was never home, apparently. So you're telling me, being the smart chick that you are, you're never going to go and look, hey, where's my man at? Oh, I got to get on the PJ. My baby needs some formula. I need to know where my man's at. You're telling me you never, ever questioned until you found out last minute when, when a news story broke out that he was with two chicks cheating on you? There's no way. Yeah, you have to be Hopefully, really fucking Maybe someone blind. will call her out this season on that. And last season at the reunion, there was that conversation where most of the guys, I guess it was Tom Sandoval and and uh, James Kennedy were talking about like, yeah, you know, I see Randall around at bars buying girls drinks. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, why didn't you tell me? It's like, Lolly, you wouldn't have listened. Like, James she as much deflected. As- yeah, James never had the best, um, you know, bedside manner in telling people things, but he was never really wrong about Randall. He always would be like, you're fucking a fat man who pays your bills. And it's like, you know, if he would have just taken... James being honest again. Yeah, like, she again, he's not wrong, but if James would have said, like, you know, he's shady and kind of explained to her, like, yeah, not only is he, like, a literally a gross fat man, which, like, again, not body shaming, do whatever, right. like, he's, you know, fine, but... James, you could have navigated telling her that he's a bad guy in other ways. <laughs> like, I feel like she was so offended. Which James has the doesn't have ugly. the James does not have that part of him that can be like yeah. a good person that's like, hey, uh, this dude isn't good for you. He's more of a of attacking most of the time. <laughs> so, but yeah, definitely, I, I definitely think the whole Randall situation we need to dive into for season ten, for sure. Because there's a lot of questions there that's that are unanswered, yeah. and apparently there's a lot of stuff going on right now with Randall. Um, uh, apparently a lot of st- apparently like he's broke now. There's all these allegations against Randall. Where was all this? Uh, last season. I mean, we got, we missed all that, so I want to see it this season, and I want to see if Lala knew anything about it. With Randall's situation, it's going to get murky because I feel like he's like highly litigious. And so if Lala goes on the show and if everybody on the show is really talking shit about him, like, I feel like he'll sue. Like, I feel like Mm. he wants to kind of protect his name and his reputation, even though he's an actual, like, garbage person. And, you know, he he will never be able to, like, get a proper real job. Like, if any creditor or other producer wants to work with him, like, they're going to Google him and... Like, I think he's, like, being alleged for, like, creepy things with children now. I'm, like, I, I can't even get into that. But, you know, he he's definitely not going to be able to really bounce back, I think, in any legitimate way in terms of a career. Right. Like, he was like, oh, I was a producer on The Irishman and this movie and this movie and this movie and this movie. It's like, yes, but as we were seeing, as we found out, you know, you were giving whatever, $500,000 to a, a movie for a movie to be made and you took that money from other people like it's not your money mm-hmm. like just because you're taking other people's money and then investing that as your own you know it's shady and you're robbing peter to paypal exactly and even last season when the girls were like we're opening something about her we're looking for investors which one i do want to say like why have these people like never fucking saved any money like these people have <laughs> like i don't understand like you have all this money you probably they spend their money on a two million dollar house that they couldn't afford it's fucking baffling. I'm like, you go to these events, you know, if you go to a club appearance, if you do this, if you post on Instagram, these people could be making ten, fifteen thousand dollars for one fucking day of work. 
and they're like, we can't muster up 150k between the two of us. It's like, then why so, are you doing so this odd. job? Like, you're selling your soul, and you can't even have some savings to open up a business. But the two girls are like going to Randall, like a sugar daddy, like, oh, Randy, can we have some money for our our feminine sandwich shop? And then obviously, when they broke up you know they decided you know we're no longer going to be taking any money from him but it came out on the reunion that lala knew that the money that he was giving the girls wasn't even his own money he was taking somebody else's money and so ariana and katie didn't even realize that they would actually have like another partner it wasn't just randall's randall and someone else's you know well the fact that lala didn't even want to didn't even mention that it was going to end up coming from someone else and there would be another partner involved. Um, you know what, Lala's smart. She got out of there. And I will I will applaud Lala because she got the fuck out of there. She got Ocean, and she said, we're the fuck out. We're done. We're not doing mm-hmm. this. I, you know, and I, and I think that's it is brave, and it's hard. And, you know, as much as, you know, he's a dirtbag, and, you know, she has, you know, her moments, she became a single mom overnight, and, you know, it's... You have to give her props. Yeah, like you have to give her props, and she's bounced back. And even, um, even on the trailer, they talk about, or I, I don't know, maybe actually on Lala's podcast that I was listening to, she was saying that all of them are pretty much living in apartments now. Like James, Katie, Lala, like they're back in apartment living. We're no longer going to be Woo! seeing like Lala's like stunning mansion. I love an apartment. I like, love an. I, I love a window it. unit, an AC window unit in an apartment. Me in two thousand twenty-three. And you know <laughs> that one of them has can't be turned on because it would be too loud for production. So they're sweating their asses off. <laughs> I want to know where that original AC unit went. Can we bring back that AC unit and put it in <laughs> someone's feel, apartment as a I feel shrine? Like it's gonna be like that Bravo Con next year and like that museum they do of like random shit. From Bravo. <laughs> we have to find the serial number. We have to. We have to find it. <laughs> we to turn it in. <laughs> Okay, I'm looking at the trailer a little bit right now, and I, there are some things that I see here where Tom Schwartz is getting a a drink thrown on his face, very much oh, deserved, yeah. very much deserved. I see where you were talking about Katie uh, is making out with the uh, curly-haired dude. Um, Ariana's getting a little into the mix. I mean, Ariana's kind of played it safe. You can say that. Um, yeah. I, I want to see more from Ariana this season. Because I love, I've always loved Ariana. I always thought she was pretty open, honest um, girl. And I think this season, if uh, maybe she needs to step out a little, get a little bit more to the mix. But I would love, I would love to see that from Ariana this season. Yeah, I've always liked Ariana too, and I think over the last couple of years, she's really like opened up about her mental health struggles and her sexuality and. I've always admired how her and Tom are kind of thick as thieves and they've been able to weather so many storms together. And they don't that... really get into it like you would think. Like yeah. a lot of the couples do on the show. I feel like they have, a, you know, obvious, again, they have moments where like their fights are not, you know, civil and Super they're deep. both being petty. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like they always can kind of like come back at the end of a fight and be like, what's our common goal It's to be together, to be in love and to keep moving forward. And I feel like they're good at that where they can resolve issues effectively. But I mm. do feel like Ariana is just like miserable because yeah, like I feel like she doesn't have a direction. I feel like 
she's like embarrassed that she's on this show like i feel like she thinks she's cooler Ooh. than a reality girl on vanderpump rules but then this is you know her job this and is what she has yeah her bills and this is what she has and she's tried all these podcasts and you know she's tried all these little businesses here and there um but nothing's really ever stuck and so hopefully we see her kind of blossoming into her own with the sandwich shop if that opens i'll have a pastrami on rye i feel like they're not gonna have pastrami add something about her i would I love like a pastrami like a i would actually like that right now that sounds delicious oh. well i think we covered yeah, it all i was gonna say we covered it all and also i just got, like, i think we pretty much i was just trying to door. go back and see what we didn't cover but we <laughs> covered it all I think we truly covered it all. Well, Vinny, thank you so much for coming on this show. I so appreciate it. And I feel like we have an amazing, you know, 22 weeks or so. Uh, well, a, rep- a repertoire and a good um, season coming up that we can talk about uh, in the future. Yes. Well, maybe we can talk about the season as a whole. That's actually what we should do. I guess after the reunions, we'll talk about like the full season and we'll kind of compare notes to what we're saying today versus what we see and yeah this will probably be again 23 episodes so in, in four months wow that's on for a very long time but when is it coming okay. on what 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 nights are, are it coming on uh wednesdays on? wednesdays at wednesdays. 9 p.m okay so, so i'll have in. my my beers at around that time so that works out for me <laughs> i know next time i'll be drinking too because yeah, last night I, uh, I went a little hard, so I was I was hurting a little this morning. So I, I'm doing an oatmeal cappuccino uh, kind of episode. But Vinny, where can people find you, follow you, go on your website, all the things? Think yourself out. Uh, you could follow me on uh, Instagram at Vince David Photos. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash Vince David Photos, and I have a website. You can view all my uh, Cool photography I've done with some a lot of different random artists. Uh, Vince David photos.smugmug.com and reach out to me. I would love to talk about everything Bravo because I love I love watching all the Bravo TV shows. So reach out to me, guys. Sweet. Please. And yeah, I'll put all your links and whatnot in the show notes. So if anybody Please. wants an easy access, they could get it there. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. We're back, bitches. Welcome back. Bravo Happy Hour. Thank you for being such a great guest. Oh my goodness, this is so fun. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Alrighty, have a good one. Bye, you too. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 